Friends, this Sunday gospel continues the farewell discourse of Christ, the final speech. And you see the farewell discourse of Christ in the Gospel of John, chapter 13 to 17. These long five, six verses, chapters, make up a quarter of the Gospel of John. You know, we have 21 chapters. So this farewell speech we're done within three, four hours. You can imagine a quarter of the gospel done within three, four hours at the Last Supper when Christ gathered his disciples and he left them with some commandments and also a gift. Last Sunday we read the commandment to love one another just like I have loved you. And how does he love? How did he love in his public ministry a love that knows no boundary. Today he continues that same teaching, that farewell gift. If you love me, you will keep my commandment. I'm going away to my father. But again, he made a promise to all of us, the disciples, the modern time, that I'm going to my father, but I'm also going to give you an advocate, a counselor, the Holy Spirit, who will teach you everything that I have taught you, and also who will remind you everything. So the gift of the Holy Spirit or the role of the Holy Spirit to help us, teaching us what to do. We see that coming out in the first reading today when we had the first council of Jerusalem when the apostles were faced with controversy of who is to be admitted into this new way of Christ. That is the controversy of circumcision, the first council we ever had in the scripture or in the church. And we read that it is by the power, by the gift of the Holy Spirit, that they were able to resolve the problem of circumcision. That is the gift God is offering to all of us today. And we know the role of the Spirit in the church today. Going back to the Old Testament right from the beginning of the scripture, in the beginning the Spirit was hovering over the face of the earth. And God says, let there be this, let there be that. So the Spirit in our own time renews the face of the earth, recreates all of us, make us new, sanctify us. Even the Eucharist that we celebrate, it is by the Spirit that the gift of bread and wine, it changed into the body and blood of Christ. So in a special way, this Holy Spirit moves us, the believers, the new members, uh, the new circle of the disciples to go and do what? To spread the gift of peace. Because Paul in his letter to Galatians chapter five tells us among all other fruits of the Holy Spirit, it is peace. And he says, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Again, not as the world don't give peace. How does the world offer us peace today? How do I seek peace in our troubled world? Peace is a term that more than ever, every one of us long and yearn. Do I know peace personally in my life? Do I know peace in my family? Do we know peace as a country? as a nation. With all what is going on in the world today, Russia, Ukraine, and 
each time you turn on your TV, you hear many news and the stories of uh, the last time it was in uh, uh, Buffalo, New York, and then the other one, it was uh, Orange County, California, and then Houston. Every day we keep hearing about so many news on how much more we deserve and long to live peacefully with each other. Psalm 34 tells us, seek and pursue peace. Seek and pursue peace, without which we cannot please God. We deserve peace personally and also as a community of faith, even here in our parish, we deserve peace. And because peace is so significant in our life, the church all through the liturgy celebrates, my peace I give you. And he invites, he invites us to offer this sign of peace to everyone. So what is peace? What is it to me? What does it mean to you as a person? It is not just the absence of conflict. Peace is much more a person. The professor of Isaiah tells us, the prince of peace, the deacon just said it, Christ, you are the prince of peace. So it is only in him that all our troubles, restlessness, worries, whatever it is, that we can find the peace. Paul, knowing and recognizing that it is only in him we can find the peace we need, tells us in his letter to Philippians, chapter 4, the peace that surpasses all understanding, so it is unimaginable the kind of peace that Christ is offering to all of us. It is a peace we can derive once we come to him in the quietness and solitude of our hearts, making our time. That is why we are always encouraged to go to the Adoration Chapel. In that stillness, there is so much noise going on in our time today. Nobody has time again to reflect or even to pray. In that quietness, we can hear him give us the peace that we long for, the peace that we desire. So in this Sunday, as we get in closer, the church is preparing us for the face of Pentecost, but also reminding us that the Holy Spirit is always there as an advocate to help us, to keep us in line. And the Holy Spirit, as we know, is the third person of the Trinity. It is invariably that God is giving us the gift of himself, the assurance, the blessed assurance that he is always there with us by empowering us with the gift of the Holy Spirit. We pray along the line, being human, we may have lost sight of this precious gift of the Holy Spirit that God has given us, and therefore lacking in seeking peace. The Beatitude, the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5 of Matthew tells us, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God. Do you seek peace? How do you establish it? At home, with your sons and daughters, with your grandmothers and grandfathers, with your sons and daughters-in-law. How do I seek peace and pursue it with all of these relatives, or even with anyone that I come in contact with? We pray, coming before him, the Prince of Peace, to renew in us. Romans 12 tells us, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. 
so we can fan into flame the gift of the Spirit that we received at baptism or even at confirmation or even through the reception of the Holy Eucharist to fan into flame. One, so we can embrace the peace that Christ is giving to us individually because if we have more peace within us, we can spread the same peace to others. If I do not have enough peace, then it comes out in whatever I do with anybody. But if I have an experience and encounter this peace, which is a person, then I have more than enough to spread the peace of Christ to everyone that I encounter. So as we come before him, we renew the gift of the Spirit, which bears fruit, which is one of peace. So we make birth to be the new disciples going along, resolving problems or conflict with the peace of Christ. May this be our prayer always through Christ our Lord.